Hello, and welcome to the 11th episode of the Frontiers of Space Medicine. Your host is Dr. Misa. Just as a brief introduction, I am a medical doctor licensed in both the US and Japan. My specialty is internal medicine, particularly geriatrics and palliative care. In this podcast, I'll be introducing you to some of the research findings in the field of space medicine. If you have any questions or con- comments, please reach out via our survey listed in the description section of the podcast or tweet with a hashtag FrontSpaceMed. F R O N T S P A C E M E D. In today's episode, I am going to discuss about environmental microbes. We will go over an article published in July 2021 in the Journal of Microbiology and Immunology by Kazuo Sato and co authors from Tokyo University titled Seven Years of Progress in Determining Fungal Diversity and Characterization of Fungi Isolated from the Japanese Experiment Module Kibo on International Space Station. So, before I explain about this study, let's talk about, talk about infection from environmental pathogens. Infection, as we know, happens when we are infected by a microbe or a pathogen. There are four main types of microbes. One is bacteria, like E. coli or staph infections, and second is virus, like COVID or flu or herpes. Third is a parasite, like malaria or toxoplasma. Last but not least is fungus or fungi, such as Aspergillus or Candida. Sometimes infections can be passed on from people to people, like flu or COVID, and sometimes infections com- can come from animals, such as rabies from getting bit by infected animals, and sometimes we get infections from environmental microbes. For example, Legionella pneumonia occurs when a bacteria called Legionella, that usually lives in soil and water in the environment, multiply in uncleaned water systems, such as swimming pools or spas or air conditioners. There is a lot of bacteria and fungus in the environment. That may lead to allergies or infections, but usually our immune system is pretty good at keeping us healthy as we live in a symbiotic manner. Now, that once we are outside of the Earth and in space, there is no living organism, including bacteria or fungus, that we know of. But as we humans go into space, we are unknowingly bringing a lot of microbes with us. So, this very interesting study looked into the fungal microbiota analysis of the Japanese experiment module Kibo on board the International Space Station. They performed the surveillance four times once in 2009, then in 2011, then 2012, then finally in 2015. Kibo started operating in 2008, so that is one year after the initial surveillance. They sampled the interior of Kibo using swabs and microbe detection sheets. To be more specific, they sampled the surface of the door, the handrail, the incubator, air diffuser, and air return grill. 
For figuring out which types of fungi there are, obtained swabs were vacuum-packed into plastic bags stored at 2 degrees Celsius, and its DNA was analyzed once back on Earth. The result showed that the dominant fungus in Kibo was Aspergillus and Penicillium. In addition, a fungus called Malassezia, which is a common fungal inhabitant of human skin, and fungus such as Rhodotorula and Cryptococcus were also isolated. In addition, when they took a closer look at its morphology and susceptibility to antifungal agents, it did not differ significantly from the ones we see on the ground. Interestingly, the fungal culture was negative and no fungus was noted in 2009. The first screening, then the number of fungal colonies increased dramatically from 10 in 2011, then 24 in 2012, then 151 in 2015. So it didn't just double, triple, but it was more than 10 times higher in three years. To note, the International Space Station has a high-efficiency particulate air filters, the HEPA filters, where they filter air to keep it clean. Also, they have a weekly cleaning schedule in Kibo with vacuum cleaners and antiseptic wipes. The amount of fungal colonies were about 10 times lower than that usual ground environment, but we now know that the fungal numbers are increasing and expanding from year to year. So, what do these results mean? One is that continuous surveillance, together with appropriate cleaning, is crucial in keeping everybody healthy in this closed environment. As we have more commercial space flights and people not just visiting but living in space in the future, this also will need to be kept in mind. I especially imagine that keeping water system clean will be a key. As I briefly mentioned in the beginning, Legionella is a bacteria that can grow rapidly in the water system, and Legionella pneumonia can cause severe and deadly disease even to those who are not immunocompromised. Actually, as COVID caused a lot of onsen or the hot springs in Japan to temporarily close during lockdown, then they re- and then they reopened without sufficient cleaning. So we saw a small surge in cases of Legionella here in Japan as well. As with all the swimming pools and hot springs, we will probably probably need a mandatory cleaning and screening for Legionella for the water system of the future spacecrafts. Another thing is, as we open the space travel and tourism for the general population, there will be more people with weaker immune system who might come on board the spaceships. Usually, fungus like Aspergillus and Cryptococcus are harmless to healthy adults, but they can be deadly to immunocompromised people. I have seen a few cases of invasive aspergillosis, where the aspergillus spreads beyond lungs and sinus and even ends up in the places like the brain or the heart. One last thing to note is how resilient these microbes are, as they did not change too much by microgravity or space radiation exposure. We might still be able to take advantage of yeast and maybe make 
some alcohol or bread or cheese in space, among other things that we can do. To conclude, today we went over a study that performed screening and analysis of microbiota in Kibo, the Japanese experiment module on the International Space Station. They found an increasing and expanding number of colonies of fungus on the surface of this module, including Aspergillus, Penicillium, and Cryptococcus. Although these fungi did not have morphologic or characteristics changed in the microgravity, we will need to continue with proper cleaning and periodic surveillance in order to keep astronauts healthy, and this will also be important for future space travel and space tourism as well, as we will have more variety of spacecrafts and space travelers. This concludes today's podcast. Thank you for listening and see you next time.